This is Mindy with Revive Your Soul with Mindy Joy podcast, and we're just going to get right into it. So how in the world do you deal with your own heart? Um, I'm a Christian. I listen to many different ministers and so many, um, so many of them at some point in their teachings talks about the issues of the heart. The Bible talks about the issues of the heart. In Psalm 37, 4, it says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Um, it says, Psalm 10, 17, Lord, thou hast heard the desire of the humble. Thou will prepare their heart. So what in the world is the heart? I mean, this, this scripture that I read this morning in my reading, it's about King um, Asa, Asa or Asa, however you say it. It said that um, he did not set his heart to hear the Lord. And this disturbed me because when I read about um, King Asa again this morning, he won many battles because he always relied on the Lord and he was a good king. And God was doing miracles. Like the armies would be way multiplied more than his armies. There was no way in the world that they weren't going to be toast. You know, <laughs> they weren't going to um, be ruled by these other nations. But God always did these, came through. But then when they're at another point when um, he is being threatened and their nation is being threatened by another enemy, he doesn't pray. He doesn't go to the Lord. He doesn't set his heart on the Lord. He sets his heart on getting help from man, and it goes bad from there. And not only that, but his pride comes through. And when God sends him a prophet to tell him about it, he um, puts him behind bars. So it's like... Um, King Asa, what happened to you? What happened to you? And it bothered me because it just shows like we can't fix ourselves. Like I wish that I just had a toggle on my brain and I could just guarantee myself, you know, like on um, June 16th or June 17th, 2023, I set my heart on the Lord. It's just set. It will never change. I'm going to make all the right decisions decisions. I'm going to say all the right things. I'm going to do all the right things. I'm going to be the sum total of discipline and love and joy and peace and self-control and gentleness and generosity and faithfulness. And that's me. I mean, you, when you think of Mindy, that's what you're going to think of. And unfortunately, my friends, I cannot find a toggle button. I can't find one in me that can just set it and it just stays on forever. And even if I, you know, found a button to turn that light on with the light bulb go out, I mean, I can't find something that's just going to fix me to always think the right things, to do the right things, to be, you know, the sum total of, um, you know, God's girl. It, it just, we got to work on it like every second. So let's look at this scripture here, Second Corinthians twelve fourteen. Um, he said he did not set his heart to hear the Lord. And let's be real. We are talking about some two things that are invisible that we can't touch or see or, or, you know, feel. And that's our heart. Where is our heart? What are you talking about? Like, are we talking about that blobby thing that's in our chest that goes, bump, 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 you know, that's actually an amazing thing. Um, sidebar. I always thought that it was interesting that the first sign of life is, um, comes in rhythm. 
Isn't that something, the first sign of life, like when your baby, or I guess one of the first signs of life, I'm thinking the heartbeat is the first sign of life, like in a baby, in the embryo. And when you, you know, that, that, that life, you know, God sparks, he breathes, you know, says that he breathed into man that God is like, at some point goes, you know, get ready, set, go creation. And then there's a baby, you know, a baby in the womb and that heart beats and it starts with a rhythm. I just thought that was always so amazing. It starts with rhythm. And, um, so are we talking about that physical heart? Well, um, yeah, and no, because the part that gives us life, we're talking about our life. So in that sense, you know, the heart, if our heart doesn't keep beating, everybody knows, you know, it's not good. <laughs> we need our heart to keep going. And just sidebar here, just talking about our heart, who keeps our heart beating? You know, I thank God. I, I just have to stop right now. Like, I thank God I never think about my heart beating. I mean, I don't sit there and go, is my heart beating now? Like, I don't sit like every five minutes and put the alarm on my phone and go, I better check that my heart is beating. I mean, just think like of all these supernatural things that happen just because we're alive. Like we have um, red blood cells and white blood cells that are fighting diseases. We're exhaling toxins to go out. We're inhaling oxygen that comes from plants. I mean, we don't even have to understand this stuff and our miracle of life. You know, we've been given this gift of life and it's, it's so, so amazing. It's, it's beyond amazing. It's beyond anything that we can think of, but this heart that it's talking about that he did not set his heart is your mind, your plans, um, all that stuff that's in our muscle memory, our experiences, our feelings, our intentions. Um, so our intentions, you know, this heart, this word set, um, he did not set his heart to hear the Lord is also synonymous with, um, he did not plan his heart to hear the Lord. He did not fix his heart to hear the Lord. He did not apply his heart to hear the Lord. So, um, one thing that we have to do to set our heart to the Lord, to apply our heart, to hear from the Lord, to, you know, is to plan like, um, first of all, have an appointment, you know, to, to have, like, how can you hear from someone that you take no time for? How can you hear from somebody that you're doing all the talking? Hello. You know, some of us, um, you know, we're all guilty of like, we want to pray and we're so, especially if you have to pray in front of other people, we're so obsessed like with what we're going to say and how spiritual they think we're going to be. And did we pray a scripture and do we know the address of that scripture? Do we quote that scripture? You know, it's like when we pray in front of each other, it can become like prayer is always beautiful and it's good to do that. It's good to pray the word that that's actually a prerequisite. Let's make sure we're not, you know, that what we're praying, what we're asking for is something that is God's heart. You know, that, um, let's not pray something crazy like, um, Lord, you know, that man is fine. He's married, you know, please give them a divorce, you know, whatever. Of course, you know, I don't think you have to, um, be very holy to figure that one out, that that might not be a good thing. That would be, um, the will of God. I mean, it's in his word, but I think that your own spirit would just kind of figure that one out. But um, our heart is, you know, our personality and we have to work on our hearts all the time. So how, again, do we deal with our own heart? Well, okay, one thing, I have many bullet points and um, this 
subject can be something, it, it's eternal. It's something we have to deal with until Jesus comes back. So one thing is to have a plan of what we're going to do and what we're not going to do, what is in and what is out. And you only get that from um, really from figuring out who God is and what he likes. And some things before you're even born again, they're really obvious. Like you already know them because you were made in the image of God before you ever even, you know, come to know him or you become a prayer warrior. I mean, come on, we all know like being mean to people is not something that's good, right? We, we all know that. And um, we all know that, um, you know, that certain things that are evil, like her, physically har harming somebody, um, thinking of stealing, gossiping about somebody, like those things don't feel right. But the Bible talks about in Galatians 5, to 23, that by contrast, this is the new revised standard version in verse 22, it says, by contrast of all these negative things of, um, you know, um, lust, coveting, um, you know, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, fighting, bickering, wanting to be the star, wanting to be always seen, want to put somebody else down, want to overtake their job, you know, all these bad kind of things. Um, you know, by contrast, this is the fruit of the spirit. This is like the spirit of God. Like this is what God, like this is what's going to emanate out of us. That's godly. This is the part of us that were made in his image that we want to reflect like the highest, most beautiful part of us, which is our spirit. And this is what comes out of our, you know, new, our new spirit. When the spirit of God is in us, this is what um, this is when we're letting the spirit ha be rule over us. This is what comes out. We're loving, we're loving. And you know what loving is? Loving is being compassionate. Loving is when you're talking about some, when you're having a conversation with somebody, you're not thinking about the next thing that you want to butt in and say, you're, you're just really listening, like your eyes, like you're leaning forward, you're loving, you care. And, and while they're talking, you know, you might even be lit up, like, how can I help them? Or man, that's so wonderful. You know, like, like you're just, your eyes are lighting up. You want to encourage, you want to love, you want to embrace, you want to give, like loving is giving. Um, God so loved the world that he gave his only son. You're thinking about giving. You're not thinking about, okay, now my turn to talk. You're not doing that. Or, um, you know, like, are you done? Okay. You're done talking now. Okay. My turn. Like you're really paying attention. You're hearing their heart. Maybe you're hearing their hurt. Maybe they need to express their pain, you know, and sometimes just being an ear actually, oftentimes one of the gifts, biggest gifts you could give somebody is time that they matter. Like just let them go on, let them process their pain. Don't interrupt them. Don't, don't interrupt them while they're processing their pain and don't down it, you know, don't down it. Like, you don't know, like, like, don't be Mr. Fix it or Mrs. Fix it. Like, okay, well, you just need to do that and get over it. Like, you know, I'm not saying to enable like the victim thing, but you know, sometimes we need to acknowledge, like, you know, check ourselves, like, you know, Mindy, have you been through that? You know, Mindy, have you been, um, actually homeless, like a day in your life where you had to live on the streets? You know, I came really close to it, but, um, I never had a day where I actually had to live in my car. I never had, um, a day, you know, like, look at, like, it takes a lot of courage. Like the person 
who really fell off the wagon and started drinking again, or the person who, you know, put the needle back in their arm, or the person who, um, you know, they went off, they went off their plan, their eating plan, and they gained a lot of weight. And it came up to like 100 pounds. I mean, this is not hard to do, trust me. It, it, I, all those things, it's not hard to do. And you just never maybe been that type of personnel. And you're like, oh, yeah, right. It's not hard to do. I would never do those things. Really? Well, what is your thing? Did you, do you gossip? Are you a gambler? Um, are you an obsessive? Like, do you shop? Are, do you binge watch, you know, certain things too much and you don't get on with your life? Um, I mean, everybody's got something. We all got to work with something and we pretty much kind of all got all of it to a point, you know, maybe some of the things are really minute, like, you know, that lust thing, you know, for reason of, um, whatever, like, you know, we've already gone through menopause. <laughs> That's not as much an issue as, you know, the younger people or whatever, but we all got something. So I started with love, like the fruit of the spirit with of love, you know, to let the love shine joy. Joy is a decision. Joy is not like, um, I got nothing to give, not feeling so happy right now. You know, it's not a feeling. It's the joy of the Lord. You always have joy. This is why I called my podcast, my website, uh, my music, Mindy Joy, because friends, I was, um, probably like one of the most of them, you know, I don't want to be grandiose here, but amongst one of the most depressing people you would ever want to meet. I was like that, like as a kid, like I was always, you know, I just was like Debbie Downer. I mean, I would think about wars. I would think about, um, genocide and things like that. Like while kids were playing, like when I would learn something in history, it disturbed me. And, you know, I would, I would be thinking, you know, now I see that I was an intercessor. I see that as partly good, but I would be, I would be grieving for what people went through in other nations. Like as a kid, while, you know, my friends were like riding bikes and stuff. And I just, my mind would just always go to like tragedy and crisis. And, and then I didn't have much confidence in myself. Um, and so, um, I, I'm just saying all that to say my default was not joy. Okay. My default was depression. My default was, um, you know, downing myself. Um, my default was not trusting anybody. Um, my default was not a pretty thing. So joy, you know, having the joy of the Lord, just knowing who he is and that he loves me like basking in his love. And it doesn't matter what anybody else, nobody else has to, um, you know, give me the green light in the morning for me to know that I matter you know, Mindy's life matters. Your life matters. Like you can put your own name in there and say that right, right now you count, you are in immensely important and vital, vital to the body of Christ, vital to this world. I don't care, you know, um, you know who you are that's listening right now. If you are in a prison cell, um, because, um, you know, you did heinous crimes and I'm not discounting. Some of you are in prison cells for things you have. They, they had no business putting you in there for. Okay. So I don't want to put this stigma of somebody that's just cause they're in jail and they're because they're in prison because, um, probably many of you, if you can hear this right now, just know that you're loved and you know, I, I see you, I, I see you in the spirit and I pray for you. Um, and that God loves you so much and that, you know, you are, are operating in so much discipline right now and in so much, 
Um, you, you have to, you know, pull yourself up to have joy and have hope in the midst of one of the worst situations in the whole world and be a human that's locked up. So I'm just saying that, and I'm not making a political stance that there aren't people that, you know, need to be locked up. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying, um, it just is, there's, um, and I don't know what the statistic is, but there, I, I just have a dear, dear sister in the Lord that, um, was innocent and she did 25 years. So, you know, my heart, um, is, is towards that. I'm, I'm always, that's on my heart, like every day in some way, shape or form. Okay. So joy. So joy is just, you just have to go through joy by faith. You just have to like, I had this saying that I made up years ago, like wherever I am, that's where the party is. And that I can bring joy in any situation and that I'm led by God where I'm supposed to be. You know, so much of my life, I thought I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Like right now, um, I could think of amazing things that are going on that I could be at, but the Lord is not leading me to be there today. Like, for example, today is um, an amazing um, Union Rescue Mission is having a walk to support um, their um, their organization to get the homeless off the street. And I think that they've probably been the most instrumental of all the organizations, um, government and everything in Los Angeles for um, – working with the homeless because they just, they actually work with the homeless in spirit, soul, and body. They don't just give them housing, but they help them to get on their feet and to have jobs and have new beginnings. Um, it, it's a very beautiful ministry, but there's, you know, a lot of members of my church are there today. And so I could feel like, you know, like I'm in, you know, like feel sorry for myself because I can't be there today. I have work. I have to prepare work today. And so, um, today's a work for my own ministry today. So I'm not able to be there. There's another wonderful retreat going on where I am of that particular ministry. Um, on, on the board, I'm one of the, um, what do they call that? Um, board of directors or whatever. Um, <laughs> you could tell I'm not the most corporate person in the world, but anyways, I am on that board for that ministry. And, it's out of state and I'm not there. And I know that probably this morning they're having wonderful teaching and, um, you know, there, there's a lot of bonding going forward and, you know, but my, I'm having joy where I am is where the, the Holy ghost party is. That's, let me just say it that way. Old school. I said, Holy ghost, Holy ghost, not Holy spirit where I am is where the party is. So God is with me right now. And he wants to, you know, I'm going to be, um, rehearsing today. I'm going to be singing today and he's with me. And this is what I'm supposed to do. So I'm going to bring joy into my music. I'm bringing joy. I'm, I'm, bringing joy in the fact that I'm alive and God is with me. And, you know, I have a sister in the Lord who's, um, right now in New Jersey and we, you know, send audios to each other and encourage each other in the work that we're doing today. And, you know, we, um, we'll just, you know, I, I got that. I, I got an, an amazing husband. So sometimes, you know, like we just got to count our blessings and, you know, the devil's always going to try to get us off track. And those of you who've, you know, been in 12-step programs and, you know, you've gotten sober, you've um, gotten abstinent with food, you like all those addictions have been at base. Some of you maybe for decades and de decades. And I just, you know, applaud you like that's awesome. Um, you're my brothers and sisters and that. And, you know, but um, it's just really... Um, 
every day of our lives, I think you can attest that you think that you should have somebody else's life. You think that they're doing it right. Or if they were you, they would do your life better. That if they were you, they would mother your child better. They would be a better, no, God gave those children to you. No, God gave that job to you. No, God gave those talents to you because he entrusted you with them. And that the gifts of God, that he, that they're with, out repentance that means that that gift that he gave you to sing for administration for business um that gift to be the mother of your child to be the wife of your husband like you you know all where he's placed you today that's where the, all that's got your name on it there's nobody who can do it better um you have you know the the um nieces that you're with today um you know, whatever it is, you're the one that home that he gave to you. You're the best one to be in that home. You know, you, you like start celebrating. You have to do this through faith. Sometime your own, sometimes you have to sell, we have to work on celebrating our own life. We have to work at celebrating our own life that, you know, that we have a part, we have an, a very immense part. And if you're alone, man, that's the most beautiful thing because you have an audience with God and your prayers are one of the most powerful things that you can do. Praying, um, planning, you know, so you have to figure out, you have to make a plan. What's in, what are you going to do and what are you not going to do to deal with your own heart? And you know, you have to make a plan. Like when you wake up, you know, this is in and this is without, I'm not going to feel sorry for myself. I'm not going to be in self-pity. And, you know, if you're newly sober at anything, um, you know, or you're, you've given up that toxic relationship, you're not going to call them today. Um, you're not going to use today, you know, you're not going to use substances and you're going to do whatever it takes to stay on that narrow path. So, you know, and you're going to be enjoy, you're going to celebrate yourself. And, you know, one, one concrete thing that I do, I write down like things that are good. I write down things that I accomplish. I write, I cross off my to-do list when I, um, have finished that task. I crossed it off and it feels good. Like I am moving forward. So that's, you know, joy, peace, you know, having peace with people, having patience. And are you having this towards yourself? Do you have these fruits of the spirit towards yourself? Are you loving towards yourself? Are you joyful towards yourself? You know, act as if, act, act, act as if brothers and sisters, like, you know, find something about yourself. Like, you know, look in the mirror and say, Hey, I'm alive. I got two feet. I got two arms. I got some pretty eyes. You know, whatever the thing is, I have good hair or, um, gee, I, I don't have hair, but I look good bald. You know, not many people can say that, you know, I'm, I'm cool. You know, I'm, um, whatever it is, or look what I've accomplished or today, you know, um, you might have a title, you might have a title of, um, what are they called? Esquire, an attorney, lawyer, teacher, um, you know, whatever you got to do, you know, you know, go on with your bad self, as they say, you know, um, and though you religious folks do not get on me because I know that the Lord doesn't like you to call good, bad and bad, good. But you know what I'm saying? You know, um, like Michael Jackson's song, you know, I'm bad. He really meant that he was good. And so, um, and don't write me or get on me about Michael Jackson either. Um, okay. So I'm not, you know, I'm just using, we all live in the real world. Okay. We're not, you didn't get born again and lived on Mars. Okay. So, you know, you've heard some songs, you you're in this world. Um, and you're not here to be the almighty judge. Um, and the, um, 
you know, the sum total of um, God's critique on the earth, you know. So anyways, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Do you have this towards yourself? Let's go backwards, you know, and use your name in this. You know, Mindy today has self-control because God is with me. Mindy today is gentle with people because God is with me. Put your name in there. Mindy is faithful today because God is with me and my God is faithful. And I have that, um, I'm his DNA. I'm his daughter. You know, he adopted me. I'm, I'm his daughter. His spirit lives in, in me. Yes, I am faithful. I don't talk about other people. I don't, you know, betray people's trust. Um, you know, I might have to process with people so that I'm on the right track, but, um, I'm, um, my name is Mindy. Mindy is generous. I, I plan to be generous today. I set my heart on being generous. I set my heart on being kind. I set my heart on being patient towards myself, kind towards myself, generous towards myself, um, gracious when I mess up, you know, and it's like, uh, I'm like generous. It's like, okay, you know, like I, I'm, I'm like that with my son, you know, he's got such a good heart. And if he does like the littlest thing wrong, he's like, I feel so bad. And I'm like, but look at all these right things you did. Pick yourself up. That's how the Lord is. He cleans us up and sets up on, sets us on our way. He doesn't want us wallowing in things. He's got work for us to do. He wants us to get busy, not be in morbid regret. Um, be patient with yourself. Be peaceful with yourself. Be joyful with yourself. Be loving. So, okay, fixing your heart on the Lord. Um, so let's, you know, fixing your heart, you know, he, um, King Asa did not set his heart on the Lord to hear the Lord, but we have to set our heart to hear the Lord, to plan, you know, to be with the Lord. We have to acknowledge him. Um, we have to get to know him. Let's set our heart. Let's set our intention, but not just intention. Let's do it. You know, faith without works is dead. Let's do it. Let's recognize when he's speaking to us. You know, when you, when you think about something that's making you smile, you know, um, that's a good thing. You know, when we appreciate the sunset, when we, you know, let's, let's recognize his glory and everything. Let's recognize him in the sunshine. Let, you know, that's his creation. Let's recognize him when, um, you know, let, let's be like a detective and go, oh, wow, that was the small, you know, small voice of the Holy Spirit speaking to me. Um, you know, the things, the kind things he tells us to do, the things that bring us joy. Let's rely on him. Let's realize like it's in him that we move and live and have our being. It's in him that we're even alive. Um, and that, you know, in Psalm 1017, it says, Lord, thou hast heard the desire of the humble. When you speak to him, he hears you like, uh, right now, I'm just going to pray right now. I, I'm just going to break into prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I need you. I need you to be, you know, to, I know that I, you already made me righteous. I'm already all right with you, but I need you to act that way today. I need you to celebrate my own life. Lord, I'm surrounded by naysayers. I'm surrounded by haters. Um, I'm surrounded, you know, just in society. I'm surrounded by, you know, so many people on the other hand that are doing so many wonderful things. And it's easy for me to feel like I'm not worthy or, you know, I, I haven't, you know, um, accomplished to that point, at least for today. And, and help me to just let all those things go. I come to you humbly, Father. I'm not perfect. You know that, Father. You already know that before I said that sentence. You know my imperfections more than I do. You know the secret things. And I, so I ask you now, Father, examine my heart. See if there's any wicked way in me and bring me, you know, to the light. Bring every sinful thought, every sinful thing, you know, against myself, against others, every 
thing that's not set on you, but that I'm listening to lies of the enemy. Bring it to your light so I could just laugh at the devil, Father, that I could just laugh at his dumb ideas. And I've done that so many times that I just find it so humorous when he um, when he tries to speak to me to put me down or to bring a memory of other people's voices that put me down and help me to have mercy on them and pray for others that have done that. For I do love my enemies because I know that I'm not perfect, Father. You actually put that in me. And I do love my enemies because I see myself. I know that, um, you know, I just see that how much it hurts to fall, you know, to fall to the pride. So I pray for every Christian today that's in pride today, Father, that um, I don't want them to have a large fall. Just can please give them a heart to hear in private your chastisement, in private your correction so they don't get embarrassed because I don't want to be embarrassed either. Um, I thank you, Father, that um, I don't forsake humility, that I don't forsake it, and that when you bring people to me to bring help, you know, to not act like I don't need help, when you bring people to me um, to um, to give, to, um, you know, just bring good ideas and everything, when you bring people to me to inspire me, that, you know, I'm not, um, I'm not discounting it and that I appreciate them, that I, I appreciate every teacher, apostle, prophet, evangelist, um, pastor in the body of Christ that I would acknowledge and, and appreciate and be grateful for every one of them. I'd be grateful for every sister and brother in the Lord that I have today. Anybody who ever loved me, even if they don't love me anymore, anybody who ever imparted in me, Father, I just thank you for that. I'm setting my heart on you today, Father. I can't see my own heart, but you you can see it. And I can't see you and I can't hear you audibly, but I know more than anything that you are there. I know by my very existence that you are there, Father. I thank you, Father, that in Psalm 10, 17, it says you have heard the desire of the humble. Um, Father, everybody who's on this podcast right now, um, you've heard us, you've heard us prepare our heart, prepare our hearts, Father, right now that we would live right, prepare our hearts right now that we could be a blessing to somebody else today, prepare our hearts right now that we can heal from all the wounds that you said that you heal the wounded heart, all the hurt, all the um, pain, all the abuse we've taken our all our lives, Father. We uncover it to you right now, and we just lift your lift your hands if you're listening to my right, right now, like as if you're giving your heart to the Lord that that He would just prepare it and fix it and heal you. And Father, we do um, acknowledge you. We thank you, Father, that anything that we need today, we will come to you through the day and ask you for your help and even you know tangible blessings that we need today to go forward. For we. We did not choose ourselves, but you chose us that we should bear fruit and that we should go and bear fruit and that our fruit should remain, that we will not stumble. And you said, whatever we ask in your name that you would give us to help us in our personal ministries and everybody has one father so help us father help us to be great ambassadors of you help us to be great representatives of you today father help us to be steadfast immovable always abounding in your work knowing that our labor is not in vain we're not unimportant we are not unimportant we are not discarded we are not forgotten maybe somebody's treating us like that like we are not important but in your eyes we are important and we're loved and you don't like when anybody messes with us we belong to you. I thank you, Father, that all that negative stuff of the past, that we forget those former things, that we know that today is a new day and you make a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. I thank you, Father, that we will be that person 
to proclaim you today, to tell people about you, but people need to hear how much you love them. They need to hear that you can heal them today. Father, use us, use us, use us, use us, that you can physically heal to them, that you can deliver them, that you can give them a new life. Father, I thank you, Father, that while all this seems like too big a task, you tell us to fear not that you will help us. You told us that you will help us to not fear. Don't be anxious for anything that you are with us, that you are our helper. And we give you all the glory, Father. It's a new season. It's a new day. We set our hearts on you, Father. We apply ourselves to you. We acknowledge you. We love you. We praise the name of the Lord. We praise the name of Jesus. We thank you, King Jesus. You are our King. Our emotions are not our King. Our situation is not our King. Our past is not our King. You, Lord, are our King. You are the miracle worker, the way maker. You are the light. You are the light that never goes out. So we delight ourselves in you today. And we thank you that as we go forward, that you give us the desires of your heart and let us that be our heart. And you put that heart in us and that we will, that is how we will proceed from this second on in this day in Jesus name. Amen.